Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm Shane Barker, your host for the show. And we have with us Biopower's Gideon Lask, once again to talk about using the right messaging at the right time. Let's hear what he has to say about earning more referrals. Well, it's the right messaging at the right time, right? Because it's like, well, hey, this is, and you know, they've obviously watching it for six hours, they're enjoying it, they're engaging in the content, why not tell the world about it? Like, hey, this is what I'm watching, then your friends can get in contact with you and let you know. I mean, that's it's, absolutely, absolutely, Shane. I, I mean, we're asked all the time about um, how do you promote your referral program? And um, you need to think of two things. You need to think of discovery and activation. So I as a user, I mean, either I'm, I'm conducive to one of those two states. So let's talk about discovery first. Discovery is where I've decided I want to refer. Um, I love the Shane Barker podcast. I want to tell my mates, what do I do? Well, I've been trained as a user to go to your website or your app. And within the navigation, it's very important that the referral program is referenced there. It's also very important that it's in my account area, if you have an account area. Those are the two places I'd go. And then the third, actually, is the help areas, uh, the frequently asked questions or the help box. So these are the three places that you need to be discoverable. So that's discovery. Then you've got activation. Um, it, I'm not a natural referrer, right? I don't wake up in the morning and think I'm going to refer my mate. <laughs> but I have referred lots of my friends to lots of things, but I do it when I'm asked to refer. So the brand, in that example I gave you earlier, Zone, might think, ah, he's engaged because he's binge watching our product. We're going to trigger a message to him. Um, a retailer might look that I have just spent um, a lot of money for the third time this month. All right, this, this customer is ripe to get him to refer. Let's yeah. trigger another message. Um, this customer has spent 20 minutes on our website. That means he's now actually unlikely to shop and he's probably going to leave, but he's engaged because he's been here for 20, year, 20 minutes. Let's do a pop-up, a floating CTA, and ask him to refer in a mate. So we spend a lot of time talking about discovery and activation and building that into your touch points with your customers. Um, so that's, yeah, a little glimpse to, to some of the science behind this. But I think that's, and that's a, that's a good thing to understand, right? It, it, it's like, and I, I think I kept saying this, is like it's a, the messaging at the right time, right? Understanding and having that data to know what they're doing, how they're reacting to stuff, and when is that right time to send them and what you're going to be sending them. And, you know, because that's what you're saying is, hey, this person's been on the site for 20 minutes. Now they're obviously reading some stuff. They're engaging in some stuff. And this would be a great opportunity to ask for a favor or to educate them on how they can let other people know about this awesome product they found. Because we have to assume if you're spending 20 minutes that you're engaged with the content, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a good situation. So I, I love that. So with the, the campaigns that you guys are doing, what are some of the common mistakes that you guys see brands make when it comes to trying to put together like a refer a friend campaign? Like what are, what are some of the, the downfalls that you see? So if there's a common mistake, it's a perception that you can just turn on a referral program and, and it will somehow magically suck users into the top of the funnel. And we view referral as a funnel because you need your existing customer base at the top they're going to refer their mates and their mates are going to shop. You need to promote the program. 
you need to tell people you've got a program. It needs to be discoverable and you need to activate users when they're most likely to refer. So that is a common mistake. Second thing is around um, the proposition. Um, and here I talk a lot about the three R's. Um, the reward type, what is the reward you're giving to your users? What's gonna turn them on? In a luxury space, um, and we work with lots of luxury retailers actually, um, they don't really have to reward the referrer. Um, if someone's spending thousands of pounds on clothes, to offer them 10% off is a little bit kind of grubby, but actually yeah. to say to them, Gideon, you are a wonderful, wonderful customer of ours. Um, here are five VIP invitations for your very best friends. After they shop, we'll invite you all to a virtual experience together where our stylist will attend and this kind of stuff. So ensuring that the reward type is, is relevant and makes sense. Yeah. Um, the next thing I talk about when it comes to proposition, again, the three R's, so you've got reward type. You've then got the rules. Don't make it too complex and understand what it is you want the friend to do. Some of our clients just want lead gen. So it's about getting the friend to come and sign up, perhaps for a sales call or to receive an email or something like that. Others want to drive a single transaction. Other ones actually need the friend to be a customer and maybe transact 10 times. Or if it's a gambling company, place a very large deposit. So think carefully about the rules and, and what it is you want to achieve, because it's very easy to, well, it's very easy to configure the program, but that means it's very easy to configure it wrongly. So it drives the wrong results. So think about the rules and the results that you want to drive. And then the third thing when it comes to proposition is around refreshing it. Um, we always believe that your referral program should be evergreen, always on. That's really important. But that doesn't mean it has to get old. Mm -hmm. Once a quarter, run a booster, double the rewards. Stick in some gamification in there. Have a leaderboard one month um, or a tiered reward so the rewards get higher as you bring in more mates one month. Um, yeah. Gamify it. And so we've got a whole gamification module which allows you over the course of a year to do, well, gosh, 12 different things every month. Um, so <clears throat> the relevance of the reward, the, the rules and the results you want to drive, and then refreshing this thing. Um, if you follow our advice, you're going to get it right. If you're not working with this, just, yeah, think about those things. It, it's, it's not, unfortunately, magic. It's a funnel that you need to promote. The proposition needs to be relevant to. I think that's a big thing. It's it's funny. I think about this, and I don't care if it's you know referral marketing. I don't care if it's influencer marketing. I don't care if it's PPC. People, you know, the realizes that it it takes some work to put the campaigns together, and it, it's a, a lot of moving pieces. And then you got to put those moving pieces in place. And then guess what? Good things can happen. But I get that with a lot of times influencer marketing. People will say, "Oh, I I work with one person on Instagram, and influencer marketing doesn't work." And it's like, well, maybe let me take a look at your campaign and the content, how you put that together. It's no different than this. Like, this is great. You can go get the software and you can press go. But at the end of the day, there's all the things that you can do to be able to put that together. You know, to be able to have a successful campaign. Here, I'd like to tell our listeners that you can always reach out to my team of experts to plan, execute, and optimize your influencer marketing campaigns to drive the best results. 
We also offer other digital marketing services. Visit shanebarker.com, that's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com for more information. And now let's hear from our guest, Gideon Lask, about how Biopower helps businesses get referrals. How does Biopower, how do you guys, I mean, how, do you, how does this work? Like, so if I'm a brand and I'm listening, obviously I know you guys deal with mostly, mostly big players, but like, how would that work? Like, how does this work if a brand says, listen, this is something that I'm interested in. I haven't leveraged my community like I should. I know that they love my products and how do I get other people to come in and buy, you know, through their own networks? Like, how does that work? Well, there's, there's one, one of two scenarios. That person you've just spoken about might be a, a serious buyer who's decided they're definitely doing referral and they're empowered to do it and they are the decision maker. From there, we will show you the technology. Um, we will, it's a consultative sale. Um, and so we will give you lots of ideas about what your referral program might look like. We hope you model it financially. Uh, we'll talk with your tech guys about integration. We'll get you very comfortable with it to the point that you, you then work with us. There's then a, a lovely onboarding experience and you then get handed over to the client success team to, to, to further optimize you. In the other scenario, um, you're working in a large enterprise and you're a big fan of referral, but the rest of your organization doesn't really understand it. They just say, oh, it's just like word of mouth, isn't it? That happens anyway. We don't need to pay technology providers. Our job there is to help our champion sell it internally. And so, again, the sales team are, um, have libraries full of case studies and business cases and evidence to help our champion go to his boss and his boss's boss and the finance team um, to justify why they should give it a go. And, I mean, the numbers really do speak for themselves, Shane. I, I spoke earlier about kind of how profitable customers are that come by this and the loyalty benefits. But you also find that the cost of acquisition is significantly less than mm. any other marketing channel. Um, and uh, all we need you to do is get your CFO to sign off for that first year with us. And within three months, our champion looks like a complete rock star in that organization. Um, they're driving a new level of acquisition that they might not have seen in kind of a stagnating business. The customers they're bringing in have a, a lower CPA than any other channel and they're driving these profitable behaviors. Um, so it's, I mean, it, it's delightful to have this product which does drive such amazing results. And it's, it's very warming to help these guys who've seen the potential of it, sell it into their organization and, and then get the pats on backs and promotions they quite rightly should have for having the, the guts and the balls to actually make it a thing. Thanks, Gideon, for joining us today to discuss how to run a good referral program efficiently. I'm sure your insights will help our listeners win more referrals for their businesses. Now, let me tell you that our conversation with Gideon Lass, the founder and CEO of Biopower, doesn't end here. We'll be back to discuss more about Biopower as a referral marketing platform on the next episode. So stay tuned. <laughs>